is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Blowing out of the backfield, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton. Kurt Daniels, and Shannon Gross. Wednesday, Star, Frisco, Texas. Hey, boys. Hello. Sir. What's up? How you feeling? Man, I'm good. How are you guys? It's great, man. Sharp. sharp you look sharp. good. Thanks. You always look so wow. good. Thanks. Thanks. My hair's growing back. Your hair's growing back. Oh, I got a long way to go. Wow. Yeah. It took you like a month. It's going to take me like six months to get there. Saying we ain't lost since I stopped. Shaving the head. All right. You know, I was, I, was I was like, man, if I start let my because I started letting my hair grow out over the weekend. I'm like, man, if the Cowboys lose. Am I gonna have to keep my head shaved? Mm. But they won, so I had no effect on it. No. All right. What's happening? What's going on today? How are you guys? How you feeling, Nate? Good? Oh man, I'm 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 excited, man. We did a concrete cowboy and it's a good show half last hour night. and we uh we got a sponsor that uh Brought in some cookies, oh. man, and and oh, those just cookies are good. Really excited oh, me to see Kurt, you know, excited about those cookies, man. <laughs> they are good cookies. Uh, yes. Those cookies are deadly. They are. That's why you all need to eat them. So I don't. I had one, and I'm going to die just in case Mexico happens. <laughs> oh, you ain't to, giving it up. Go to doubt. You ain't giving the it up. The doubt. No, that's called that's called preparation. No, no, it's called being what prepared. Is today, today is Wednesday. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be full blown come Friday. No, there's no doubt. No doubt. Okay. No doubt. No doubt. Wow, this dude, and he tries to slip it in like we ain't gonna catch it, Kurt. Yeah, he tries he to slip it he in. Does. I'm 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 prepared. I have Plan B just in case. Plan B. There's no plan B when Just you when you when you selling your selling out for the Cowboys. There's no plan B. Either sell out for us or don't ride with us. Well, you know I love them, but I don't love them for sacrificing all that money I prepaid for this <laughs> you ain't vacation. Eat a bunch of money for no, I'm gonna be ready. Either way, I'm gonna be ready, and either way, I'm gonna be ecstatic because I'll either be at the Super Bowl for a week. You need to find another concert. Need, we need to do this. We need to do this show from the Super Bowl if we make Ooh, it. Ooh, that'd be fun. When we make it. That'd be fun. How about them Cowboys? You down, Nate? Would you drive Nate, to Atlanta? Nate could show us all the old Atlanta I just Ooh. Oh, y'all ain't ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, I am. The, uh, you single. He, uh, better not me. No. <laughs> one night, Kurt. You got one night in you? We could celebrate. One night. We could celebrate. Hey, you know what? It See, stays in Atlanta. What night, yeah. Hotland. The, the night that we go out. Everything change about you. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Just that'll be the way the way you walk out that door. Every <laughs> your looks when you come back gonna be different. <laughs> the smell of you gonna be different. Oh no, you know that doesn't sound good. <laughs> the arrangement of your clothes may be a little different. You'll be missing Everything a tooth like in be, the Hangover. <laughs> be missing more than a tooth. <laughs> Play the J drop. Yeah. Which one? Hit. Oh yeah, the tooth. Poor Douglas, he smashed his head on the toilet. <laughs> you won't smash it. It won't be a toilet, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, big game this weekend, boys. Ooh, it is big. This game, you know what? Every game for the last five weeks has been big. I told you. 
And this one, oh, yeah. no different, man. You win this one. You know what's gonna? what would be nice? What would be really nice? There's a couple of possibilities, right? The Cowboys win. They clinch yes. the division. That would be the best possibility. The Cowboys lose, and the Eagles and Redskins lose. You clinch the division, right? Yes. Redskins are playing the Jaguars, yes. I think. Yeah. Eagles are playing the Rams. What would be really nice is just go to Indy, win this game, get the hats and the T-shirts in the locker room, let us get some really cool pictures, some great social media videos. Let's don't lose this game and then come home and watch the night game. I totally agree. And have to celebrate by ourselves. Two games left then to rest, guys, get ready. I want to win the game and I want to celebrate. I want to party on the plane. I want the plane to be like Soul Plane. Do you ever see that movie, Kurt? <laughs> Actually, have not seen. Oh, it's a great movie. <laughs> I want to party on the plane. I've done a lot of that, man. Have you? Oh my god! <laughs> wow. I want to do it. I want to party like Nate. So I got a question for you. Actually, this is a great question by Kurt. Nate, I doubt you answer it. So Kurt, I'll let you answer your own question. <laughs> got, Nate's got at least. Try, you know, I think he'll chime in. At this point. Would you rather have Andrew Luck or Dak Prescott? Luck has the better numbers, but he'll turn 30 next year and has had a lot of injuries. Dak's 25, has a better winning percentage. Kurt says pro football focus grades Luck, the fourth best quarterback in the NFL this year. Who are the, who are the top three? Do you have who, those, who the three uh, are? Uh, the Kim Kansas Drew, City. Drew, Drew Brees, Brees is one. Yeah. Mahomes is two. Uh-huh. Rivers is three. three. Rivers. Uh, Lynn Luck, Brady, Rodgers, the usual spectator. They got a big game this week, too. Chargers and Chiefs. Oh, yeah. That's pretty big. It will be big. Big for the AFC. So what do you think? What do you think, Nate? You got an opinion on that? Luck yeah, or, I do, man. Or Prescott? You know, I'm being honest with you. Luck, ain't nothing like Luck. Yeah. Ain't nothing like uh, When he's not hurt. When he's not hurt, there ain't nothing like a healthy Luck. I, I mean, I'm being honest. See, I love I love Dak Prescott. He plays for Dallas Dallas Cowboys. He's a he's a he's a hell of a guy. He's a hell of a leader. Uh, he's a winner. Mm-hmm. He's a winner. But I think the same with Luck with a better arm talent. Yeah, you can Luck is what motivates and tote their team. Uh, and I've always said I think Dak is a is a cold star. I think you put a lot of uh, not a lot. You give him you give him good pieces, and he can make he can help them be better. Mm-hmm. You know, luck will make them. It will make these guys better. Luck, he he he, that type of guy. Yeah. So yeah, man. Even at thirty. Even at thirty, luck is a beast. Because nowadays, used to thirty, you were on the backside. Now, hell, these guys are playing now, if you until they're forty. Thirty-four, I mean, then I'd be like, nah. Yeah. He, yeah he's kind of entering yeah, prime. And yeah. He he. <sighs> luck is real, man. Yeah. What do you think, Kurt? Well, I was kind of surprised. Look, comparing their stats. Um, you know, Lux obviously he averages 275 yards a game. Prescott 224. Luck two TDs. Prescott one and 1.4. But it's other ways they're pretty similar. I mean, they average 7.2. Luck 7.2 yards per pass. Prescott 7.4. Luck has an 89.3 career rating. Prescott has a 95.8. So. I mean, and, and Prescott's better completion percentage. I mean, it's go a little better. Luck has has four fifty plus. Passing games and lost them all. Dak has one and one. <laughs> one. Yeah. I mean, everything either equal or points in Dak favor. But uh, I tell you what, man. Eyeball test. Yeah. But I, talking about Dak so much about this last game, if he 
and looking at his stats and digging into all this stuff, and sometimes it's ugly, but, man. He defies logic. Yes, and if he just matures a little bit when it comes to taking care of the ball, he's going to be hard as hell to beat, man. Yeah. I mean, he's very – and I know he gets this comparison a lot, or at least he did his, his rookie year, but he's very – Russell Wilson esque. He just he grinds now, it Russell out. Russell has become Dak. He's become a yeah. Russell has become Dak. He's okay. averaging about 170, 80 no. yards. <laughs> I'm serious. He's become when Dak was was hot for us uh-huh. uh, a couple of years ago, and now he's hot. Dak is a two fifty to two seventy guy. Uh, Thirty two passes or less. Seventy uh, percent. You know completion. Uh, a touchdown R2, whether it's running or passing, don't make a difference to him. He is a bottom line guy, win the game. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of quarterbacks say they are bottom line guys, but if you go into their background, if you talk to some of the fellas around them, they'll find out they're they're a bottom line win guy if they get in their numbers. They want their numbers. Yeah. You know, Dak, he truly wants to win because that that's how he is. And that's how Troy was. Troy Troy, like, I'm telling you. Troy can throw with the best of them. Yeah. I, I, I've seen it, and uh, I, I know it. He can throw with the best of them, man, but just think, Emmett had one year like 25, 27 touchdowns, and, and, and a third of them was in the red zone. Don't you know that Troy could have had half of those, and his touchdown ratio would have been out of the – you know, out of this world. Mm-hmm. But he didn't care. When we got inside the five, it was Emmett time. You, and, yeah. You see that in Dak? Uh, I, I, the accuracy, no. But oh. the willingness to win, yes. Yeah. See, some guy, I'm telling you, a lot of guys talk about winning. And they'll talk, and, that, and that's why I feel so comfortable about Sean Lee. I'm, I'm serious. Yeah, I feel comfortable. Bring him back. When he's ready, bring him back. Insert him, give him, give him his snaps, cause he's gonna be about the team. Everybody's not gonna, you know, and it, and it'll, it'll hurt his heart. I mean, he's a competitor. It'll hurt his heart, but he'll do it for the team. Yeah. Everybody, you want him, you'd be like, oh no, nah, let him go. It's all right. We, we'll do all right. Yeah. You know? What do you, do you think? Dak his year three, middle of year three, well, towards the end of year three. Do you think he's what he is now is what he's gonna be, or do you think he can he's got improve a few things that he better? can he got a few things that he prove on. What are those? Just just ball security obviously is one, right? That is the key to this because you came into the league a proven protector of the ball mm-hmm. while you made calculated and good throws. I think he'll get back to those good throws, you know, because he'll know his receivers better. Uh He'll understand the offense just a, a touch better. And I think our offensive line will be a little bit better. All those things equate to a better Dak. Now, if he come in doing the same thing again next year, and I'm going to tell you something, the league will adjust to you. And they say, oh, he going to just take advantage of those. He going to throw if, – if you're going to wind up throwing seven or eight bad passes a game, you, uh, they can say whatever they want about you. You got it. You don't have it. You, you a problem. Because now you're sporadic, and it'll cost you games. Mm. When the league catch up with you, it costs you games. But now if he can get rid of uh, – get those down to one or two maybe bad throws a game, then, then you got something special. Yeah. What you looking at over there, Kirk? Uh, you mentioned um, 
Sean Lee a minute ago. It looks like he's limited in practice today, so he's starting to see a little action out there. Yeah, yeah. Avon Austin also <clears throat> limited, so he may be coming. Oh, <clears throat> excuse me. A uh, few guys. Uh, it looks like Zeke kind of sitting out for precautionary or just rest. Zach's obviously sitting out. Let me, let me tell you something, man. People are talking about timing. Let me tell you. If a receiver catch 15 to 20 balls a week, uh, at least 10 to 12 a week, and a running back runs 20 or 30 times a week, what? tell me what do he need to do during the week? Rich. Man. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> hey, man, let's get over there and jog a little bit, stay loose. You know what I'm saying? Do a couple of little wind sprints. Uh, Go over, just put them over there with the special teams guys. Yeah, run, run back and forth in yeah, the end zone. Yeah, times. because man, forty times—that's a lot. You know, some somebody you mentioned that we really haven't talked about coming back into this offense that gives you a totally new dynamic now that you have Cooper in there and you have you know a, a pretty stable offensive line is Tavon Austin. Rico. No, not that guy. Before before Amari got here, Zeke was the only guy that, that could take it to the house besides you had Tavon. He proved that you get the ball in his hands, he can he can make something happen. Mm-hmm. Now you got Amari to spread the field a little bit more. You can do some tricked up stuff with Tavon or put him in the receiver rotation and just try to get the ball in his hands on some short, quick routes because you you've seen he's pretty explosive. I'm excited to see him get back in yeah. this lineup. You know, It'll be interesting to see how they use him. Yeah, like you said, that they've got a deep ball threat now with Cooper, and does, I mean, is he going to take some of some plays in the slot with Cole? Is he going to line up other slot? I mean, how? I, they I, I don't know, in? but you know, you, you know, it ain't it ain't interesting to me to see how they're going to use him. Just use it. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm serious. I'm serious. Get him involved, right? Uh, yeah, just get, give, give him the ball in the open space and let's see him go. Yeah. Because like you said, now with Cooper, they got open space. So now, you you know, you're going to have to pay attention to our passing game. You, yeah. You, and so, just like you did for our tight ends. I mean, now it, it's taxing the whole op. The whole defense got to defend the whole field. You know, and so. Think about this. Just let's just let's just dream a little bit, okay? Oh, okay. Let's just open our minds up a little bit. Let's Ooh, all right. Tavon's coming back, right? Rest Zach a week. Let him get better. You head into the playoffs with you're getting Sean Lee back. You're getting Tavon Austin back, which you haven't had him involved in this offense. Hopefully a healthy Zach Martin. Tyron's back kind of in the rotation. Maybe you rest him and give him another week off. And you get, you pretty much have your entire unit that you started the season with on both sides of the ball heading into the most important stretch of the year, which is the playoffs. Your defense is playing like wild men. Your offensive has shown that they can put points can be, on the board. can be explosive. And if they need to, they can throw the ball. Hell's Dak through for over 400 yards. I mean, just think about it. It's almost like. This is all coming together at the right time, and if you believe in this team, why not? You know, why not them? And before you answer, why why do I get the distinct feeling? And Douglas, you're a voice analyst 
uh, you tell me if I'm Uh-oh. wrong. Why do I get a distinct Uh-oh. feeling that Shannon is trying to talk himself into it? <laughs> I mean, I'm you, in. Do you feel that crap? Uh, you know. I'm talking the fans into <laughs> it because these fans, uh, their hearts have been stare, broken. You go to stare it up in the sky. Their hearts have been broken. I'm, lo- I'm looking to Jesus <laughs> to bring these people <laughs> in <laughs> to believe. Oh wow! <laughs> As Nate would say, Lord Jesus, help me. <laughs> Help me convince these people that this team can do this. Oh, Why, not? Why not? Why not? Why not? Hell, they beat the Saints. Yeah. Why not? They're coming together at the right time. I'm telling sure. you, man, do not sleep on this team. Don't, as as our buddy Antoine Woods would say, the human log, don't blink. Don't blink. Yeah. Don't blink. Don't blink. They got to get through this game Boom. Sunday, though. What was that? What was that? Boom. Blew him up. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the foes, Greg and Columbus. Uh, What's up, my man? What's up, Greg? Hey, hey guys. You, you know, I, I, I believe Scott Linehan is listening to the show. Because last week I called, uh-huh. and Nate asked me, what, what is this offense, Nate? And I said, more tight end play. Oh, and you we did say that. Yeah, yeah, you did say that. Yes, you did. Uh, we don't, I don't think we need Rico. Uh, man, I tell you, I like that short. <laughs> he, like he coming, ain't he, man? And see, this is what 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 we got now is a blown competition. It's a full blown competition now mm-hmm. because Schultz, uh, uh, Kurt's best friend, <laughs> Jaws, Jaws, <laughs> better known as Snake Bite. Oh, no, no. But but what, what, hey, what you see this week? Hey, since you are predictor, what do you see this week? What I see is. I see Sean Lee making a name for himself again. That's what I see. And I see, and I, you know, I, I wish Taco would put his big boy panties on and stop with this Twitter stuff and feel sorry for himself and give it the program. Yeah. Did 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 Schultz remind you of a of a certain former tight end of the Cowboys on that one play where? He caught that ball across the middle, put both hands on it, just put his head down and just made him wrestle him to the ground. He, he looked kind of familiar, didn't he? Who, like Bennett? No, <laughs> get off the phone. Greg, we got to go. We got a special he, he, guest. He, he in I don't know. He pulling some crap out of his butt. We'll talk to you later, Greg. Who we got here? Who'd you, who did you? Dixon Edwards, man. Who did you grab out of the hall? Outside linebacker, Cowboys, man. Yes, sir. How you doing, Mr. Edwards? Yes, Miss Shannon. And this is Kurt. Yeah. Hello, How you doing, sir? How's it going? Going great. Huh? Welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much for inviting me. Yeah, this well, is great. So this... what, you, what you doing out here at the Star, man? Oh, man, I just got me a, a little lunch. It's amazing. Uh, the facilities are great. Yeah. It's a nice, very nice lunch. Uh, uh, I, um, the guy was asking me about uh, back in Valley Ranch. I told him it was about as big as this room, the yeah. lunch room that we had. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. It, so it would fit the whole team in there. And the sad thing, they, they tore down old uh, Valley Ranch, right? Yeah. yeah. I never, I didn't get a chance to get those uh, copy of the blue carpet. That was my first vision when I came to the Cowboys. Was walking in there at night and seeing that 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 regal. Royal blue carpet. Yeah. And yeah. That, that's my fondest memory of when I first got drafted by Dallas. When did what you round drafted? we got yeah. you, Dix? I, I was in the first, uh, second round. Uh, uh, remember they had three picks yeah. that first year? Yeah. And then uh, Coach, uh, then Jerry Jones, <laughs> Jerry Jones uh, uh, told me, he said, yeah, Dixon, call, we'll call you right back. And then I, and I, I was expecting them to say, you know, they picked Dixon Edwards. 
And what they did is they traded with Detroit and then knocked me down a 37 pick. But wow. this, is, this is the thing, right? So I tell everybody about this. I said, it took me about five years to figure it out. You know, back then we didn't have um, busy, you know, you, had, you would have a busy signal on the, on the phone if somebody called you, right? Uh-huh. You know, it was no call waiting. So he yeah. kept me on the phone the whole time, like in the first round, asking me different things. What's your favorite color, Dixon? <laughs> you know, I was like, I was like uh, blue, silver. And I'm like, I'm, so I'm sitting there trying to figure out exactly what he's doing, right? And then, you know, and then uh, so I finally figured out that he was keeping me on the phone so that nobody else could call me. <laughs> so, but it didn't turn out bad. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. fortunate to be sitting here talking to you today. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, did you, you were... guys go ahead? Go ahead, Douglas. No, that was me. I mean, oh, you, you oh. were here in the ninety-one to ninety-five. I mean, yeah, ninety. Yeah, yeah. I was. I, yeah, I was here with the. My last game was the uh, Super Bowl in uh, Arizona. Oof. Yeah, that was my last game with the Cowboys. So, and, who all you came with? What's your class? Oh shoot, my goodness, Godfrey dude. Miles. Man, yeah, yeah, Godfrey Miles, which passed away. He was my roommate. Yeah, uh, yeah he taught me a lot. It was. It's crazy that we were, you know, roommates in the competition between us both. We were playing right. the same position, but Godfrey, you know, kind of floated around and was able to back up a lot of people. So yes, he, had, he, he had that ability to do that. Where um, we had Russell Maryland, um, then we had um, Alvin Harper. I. Um, then, uh, John was Larry. When we no, was no. Yeah. Larry was there. Larry yeah. was the last pick. Yeah. So we had, uh, Eric Williams, B, uh, Leon Lett, yeah. uh, Godfrey Miles. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was they had a and, class. Yeah, they, they, they all, uh, I've seen on TV where they argue that we had one of the best draft yeah. classes, you know, uh, of all time, Yeah, for sure. Oh. you know, so yeah. It was. It was especially yeah. for the Dallas Cowboys. That that class. That I, I tell you, that class turned us around. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. Class really had a that lot. Put to speed do with at linebacker and power at the offensive line with with Big E. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, it and was. T- yeah, yeah. And, and and all around athletic ability with Leon Lett defense. I mean, it helped our <laughs> team. It put, put punch in different places. Oh in yeah. Our team. I mean, to have as a linebacker, to be fortunate to have Russell Maryland in a three. And Leon led up in front of you. Mm. There was nobody getting through to touch us, and we were we were so free. I, I remember when I went to Minnesota, and uh, the first play I was in Minnesota in practice in full pads, and I have never ever seen a center in my face so fast on floor away. I couldn't believe it. I was yeah. like, "Where does Gat come from?" I'm like, "Who? Who?" Did? So everybody, you know, you know John Randall, yeah. right? John yeah. Randall ain't he ain't. He ain't, hold, he ain't, he ain't holding nothing. nothing. He, yeah. He's swimming on first down. <laughs> so, so like, yeah, but to be fortunate enough to have Leon Lett and Russell Maryland, then even Tony, uh, Tony Casillas Tony Cassie sitting there, you know, in front of us, and Chad, they kept us clean, flowing to the ball, you know, so it, it, it made my career a whole lot better. Yeah. You know what? How much did you weigh, Dix, when you when – you Oh, were? man, when I got drafted. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, uh, I weighed 212 pounds. I could run. <laughs> And what got you was what got you was that you thought that you could run him over. And it was not <laughs> happening. And this dude, you know, you're trying to headbutt him. He didn't care. He yeah. was not moving, man. Yeah, yeah. Nate, Nate's yeah. talked about the intense practices you guys used to have. Oh, my goodness, dude. Yeah, it was <laughs> nothing like today, right? Oh, no. <laughs> somebody, somebody told me the practice was over. <laughs> and I was like, was that? Was that? <laughs> you know, I said, you know, but, you know, it, it's a different game today. And a lot of people argue that, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But I know daggone well. They look daggone good now. I know yeah. that for sure. And um, that number 55, 
Oh yeah. my goodness, dude. Late. This man, what was it? Two weeks. Was it two? <laughs> it was two, was it two weeks ago? Mm-hmm. I, I was watching the game. You know, you you have a totally different view of the game when you, you're sitting there. Right. So I saw him telling the guys before the play happened, the ball is coming here. Like you could see his hand, like yeah. the ball is coming here. Right. Here. And bam, he goes in the da- in the backfield and, and makes the ball. Mm. His side to side is amazing. Mm. I mean, like, dude, he he's down the line. Uh, so I was a little questionable when they picked him. Right. Don't get me wrong. Right. <laughs> but now, dude, if he's doing and seeing plays at uh, that, you know, normally a five year guy would, you right. know, get. He has a, a an amazing nose for the uh, for the ball and and being able to get things done. Now, that's that is very impressive, and I could I could see where they're going to benefit a whole lot from that man there. Yeah. yeah. What was your favorite Super Bowl that you played in? Oh, uh, it would be the first one, yeah. you know. And then uh, my favorite moment of the Super Bowl would be when uh, I mean, y'all been to the Rose Bowl because it wasn't yeah. the Rose Bowl, right? Yes, it was. Yes, yeah, so it was in the Rose Bowl, and you know how it, it kind of flares out and everything, yeah. and yeah. It, you know that bowl was when they were done with the national anthem and the Jets flew over. Wow, that dude, was awesome. Remember, it was just like oh. it, it made your skin crawl. Yes, and it, it was did, like, man. dude, it's like ever since you was like a little kid, you know, and you – and you know, it is so funny, you know. Uh, when I was a little kid, you, you score a touchdown, you yeah. say Drew Pearson. Yeah. Drew, you score a touchdown, you yeah. say Tony Dorsett. It, yeah. And it's cool now. I'm talking to these guys, you know what I'm saying? Like they come up, we go up to places and these guys come up to call me Dixon. I'm like, dude, do you know who you are? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm fanboying these guys, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So, but yeah, but so ever since you was like a little kid, you know, is this is the game that you have always wanted to be in. This is the Super Bowl, dude. And, and, and then to realize that when the Jets flew over, you were actually playing in that game. It's about and, to start. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah. And yeah, and what it meant to uh, you know to your life. It's just yeah. like this is what I've always played football for, and this is it. So, Man, it, it, brother, I'm with. Do you remember that? I remember, dude. Remember it was like. <laughs> It was hard to settle our team down. Yeah, yeah. When them Jets came screaming across, <laughs> man, you realize. And see, this is what really magnified it is how many of us, you know, in our era and before, loved the Rose Bowl. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. Now, we in the biggest of, of yeah, yeah. atmospheres, the Rose Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Granddaddy of them all. Yeah. And then we playing the Super Bowl, and when them Jets, <laughs> the Jets, them Jets just made it all seem yeah. real, and then know, the, unreal. And then the show of Michael Jackson, Jackson being yeah. the halftime Oh, deal I and Michael that. Jackson. Yeah. You guys sneak yeah. out and watch that? I, I tried to get Jimmy. I actually uh, <laughs> really <laughs> <I said>, coach <laughs> We went in at halftime. You guys did. And we go see yeah. Jimmy. Well, you a know. A few guys. Yeah, Gant got to meet him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, but, uh, dude, you talking about a – I mean, I had played in the Rose Bowl because of Michigan State. Yeah, we went yeah. out there, and uh, we, yeah, we were for, fortunate to win in that game, though. But, but, yeah, but like you said, the magic of it being the Rose Bowl oh, and playing the Super Bowl there also and just – and it being your first time. So, this is like I tell everybody. I said, dude, could you imagine – and, you know, you're a little older yeah. than me, but if somebody was in the – in uh, if somebody had came to me in high school when I was 18-year-old, 18 years old, mm. and pointed at me and said, Dixon, you're you're going to pay, play in the Super Bowl 
in six years. Yeah. <laughs> you would have been like, shut up, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But just think about it, dude. We were that young. Six years out of day, wow. out of high school, we're playing in the best game you could ever play in, you know, forever. And um, fortunate, we won. And then we won again. And then yeah, missed the year. Missed the year. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I, I remember the day going, I remember, dude, you remember like when the, uh, the championship game. Dude, that was like the the yeah. I mean, that was the heated game. Yeah, with that the championship was the game. game. Yeah, nah. It didn't matter where the, you know geography didn't play a, a part of that. It was like wherever that championship game was, that that was the that was the game. And that I mean, you talking about bloody man? Yeah, that's San what I'm saying. Francisco, <laughs> San Francisco, dude, oh, was and, and, bloody. and my goodness, young. You know, he just throwing the ball, doing all these different plays, and you know, it's like it's see, like, he think of young the quarterback. I think of. Uh, young, the defensive line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that ball was dude, a beast, that's, that's, man. Dude, the whole team. Ooh. The whole team. It was just like, dude. We you were know. star for star. Yeah, yeah. Star for star, man. It's like, and then back then, you like, you were like, who's going to win the Super Bowl? Somebody in uh, the NFC East yeah. or the 49ers. Yeah. One of those teams is going to win. So this is, this is, this is going to be the team. So Green Bay was the warm-up. Yeah, Green yeah. Bay was on, yeah. Green Bay was and that was a warm-up. Man. That was a warm-up. And there was, and there was some hell of a game yeah. with uh, Brett Favre and Shannon. Oh, my goodness. I mean, Sterling Sharp. Boy. Yeah, yeah. Games. I mean, yeah, uh, Brett Favre is my favorite quarterback. You know, yeah. if anybody I've ever played, because he, he's a dog. And then I got to go to Minnesota. <laughs> I got to go to Minnesota, and I got to play him twice. And, yes. and I'm a goodness dude. So I hit this dude one time in Minnesota. Uh-huh. And uh, on, uh Favre. Because um, I, I kind of knocked him yeah. out a little bit, right? right? right. So <laughs> Favre, Favre came over there to him and started yelling at him, get your – you know, and I'm like, dude, <laughs> I couldn't believe this guy's yeah. yelling at this guy. <laughs> Tell him he better get his butt up, you know what I'm saying? I'm like – and I, I turned around and it kind of shocked me. I was like, I'm, I'm going to get you too. <laughs> you know <what> I'm saying? <laughs> hey, hey, let me ask you this. Me on quarterbacks, man. What's your, what's your take on the young, young Dak, man? Oh, Dak is great. Um, yeah. I th- I think, <laughs> um, I mean I don't know. I question the long ball a little bit, right? You know, um, the accuracy of the long ball. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's my concern. I think his reads, uh, in my opinion, that he should run faster. <laughs> he yeah. has the ability. To... <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Like, right. why are you sitting there waiting? We holding... agree. It's yeah. like, we dude, agree. dude. Like, and then the other thing too is that you look at any blocking scheme as it relates to passes. Right. There's always an, a get out. You know, you block for yeah. a get out. Right. Why aren't you taking one, two, three? It ain't there. Take your get out and go. Yeah. And then, you know, because they're playing him so soft because they don't believe that he's a strong passer. You know, it's like, well, why don't you just go ahead and run the ball for another 20 yards and then get a first down? Right. It just it looks like it to me, you know. Right. You know, uh, but I'm sitting up in the stands and I'm not on the field. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he's, so yeah, he's you ordered most of the games. Dates. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I, I started coming around the organization back in about 2011. And, mm-hmm. you know, whenever they ask uh, me to come over and do some signing of autographs. Yeah. I like I appreciate it. I'm like dude, I'm like, man, uh it's a pretty cool deal to sit around and have fans uh, remember right. some of the things that we were able to do back right. then and I sign autographs and do all that. So I'm I'm pretty much there at a game. I don't I don't get an opportunity to speak much though because yeah. uh, I, I sometimes uh, <laughs> uh say special words. <laughs> so that happens, that happens Nate, around here. Nate just makes them up. <laughs> yeah. He just what, wow. was, was, now, yeah. There we go. <laughs> was, was was Dixon ever on any of your uh uh 
excursions that you guys went on? In no, the Dick's, had his own, Dick's lived in his own world. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's been talking yeah, about Dick's Atlanta. On his, Dick's, Dick's was in his own world. What, what, do, you, uh, what, what do you mean? What, what, well, you what know, we used to, he went to White curricular. House curricular. Oh, he was Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> uh, no, see, this, you know what's so funny, dude? One time I was out at practice and uh, Alvin Harper said, uh, what did he say? He said, when you look in the mirror, what do you see? He said, Dixon sees uh, goody two-shoes. He yeah. thought I was a good two shit. Yeah, you didn't know. <laughs> you didn't know. I ain't no pack hunter. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a lone wolf. Yeah. Yeah, the like, sound effect. Woo. He like he like late man. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, dude, I don't know. There we go. There you go. There you go. Yeah. What, what do you think? What do you think their chances are this year? Get get getting in the playoffs. Obviously, that's probably going to happen. Do you think they got a shot at, at taking it the distance? Oh yeah, why not? I mean, I don't see anybody out there that looks, you know, not beatable. Yeah. <laughs> Especially after that performance against New Orleans. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, you, what do you mean? The, what were they picked? They were only picked down. They were picked down seven and a half, I think. Right. And yeah. I was like, and then I think they were up three right. on this game. Right. And I'm sitting there like, man, that that's saying a lot. And then to perform a lot better than that, I think they they have. Yeah, they definitely have it. What they have done now is that they uh, are allowing the defense to rest. Mm-hmm. And, in, and it, the only way you're going to win a game is to allow your defense to rest, clock management, you know, uh, location on the field, how, how are you going to manage the ball, the quarters, and all that kind of stuff. As soon as they get past all that, they, they have no problem. And like I said, allowing to – that's I mean, dude, that's what yeah. got us so good is right. that – you know, we go out there, we give them a one, two, three out, and then y'all go in there and y'all eat the clock up for eight minutes, and then we're sitting on the sidelines and go out there and do another one, two, three, and then y'all eat the clock up for it, and then you look at it, it's, it's perfect clock management, you know, so. You it, got, with, you, do you see some similarities between this team and what you guys, who y'all were back in the, the youth 90s? part, I know. Yeah, sure, yeah, the, the youth, youth oh part. my goodness, it's like, it's, it's <laughs> we were just talking about that the other day, that uh, we had the, uh, number one defense, and nobody went to the Pro Bowl. We had the no name defense. For real, you know it was like nobody. Who was who? Who do who can? But all y'all went to the dang yeah. Pro Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> it was like nine yeah, dudes yeah. on offense went to the Pro Bowl, and yeah. like nobody on the defense. Then the next and then, and then, and yeah, yeah, and then, yeah. It just chalk. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, then uh, Wan gave us some plaques. Yeah, like we <laughs> no. They gave us. <laughs> we had an award ceremony in in the in the locker room yeah. for, for us yeah, for having wow. a number one defense. They gave y'all a number one defense plaque and everything. Yeah. And uh, so I seen that not too long ago, though. But it was pretty. Wow, cool, man. So, yeah. Hey, Doug. I know you're. Yes. I know you're a sucker for nostalgia. Oh yeah. Before we let Dixon go, do you have any any questions? Well, he. You know, when he started talking about the Rose Bowl and how fun it was to play a Super Bowl there, it reminded me there was a theory that back the Cowboys were the best team in the league, you know, for for four or five years. But there was a theory that you guys played better on grass, that that it that because like two of the three triplets, Emmett and Irvin, they weren't speedsters and their skills showed out better on grass than on turf. Yes. And so I, anyway, that just reminded me of that, that yeah. when you were I mean, you guys, when you got to the Rose Bowl and you're on a natural grass field. Yes. You score 50 points. Oh, yeah, and the but defense you know, was great. 
Yeah. But you know what? Our defense was built for the turf. Oh, if God. these dudes could have played on turf, oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. When they played at, Texas State, man, Texas it was State. so fast. They fast. The, dude, it was the Ooh. I, everybody asked me, I'd be like, dude, that was the fastest turf. Because they crowned. I, I, yeah. I, I didn't realize that the crown that was the crown so, we had. Yeah. Like two know, and a half feet, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. You you would be on the sideline, you couldn't even see the guys below their knees, yeah. you know, because of the crown. And you know, so just imagine if you're in the center of the field. And you're running downhill, you know, to the sideline. And as soon as you turn it up, dude, you're just like floating, you know. And then, like I said, it was extremely it fast. Was fast, man. Yeah, but quarterbacks had to learn that if they're throwing out. Brett Favre yeah, had know. the had the worst time adjusting to that. Oh yeah, because yeah. he he would be so hyped. He float balls. Quarterback. <laughs> oh, they wouldn't float. They just keep riding. Yeah, right. <laughs> no floating. It took him a minute, but once he yeah. got connected. Yeah. Ooh, that oh, dude was scary, man. Oh yeah, and then you know, and then you know, I, I always believe that Michael Irvin is, is, you know, my favorite player as far as uh, why we weren't were so successful yeah. as, uh, as a Super Bowl team was Michael Irvin. They could nobody could stop that twelve yard out. Nah. It's like nobody do. I, I tell people all the time that that uh, I believe that Troy Aikman and Michael Irvin, if they were blindfolded and ran routes, they would probably catch that ball eight out of ten times. Yeah. They, they knew how to run that route, and the ball was in the air before Michael even turned out of his cut. That's how the timing was. And um, I, I'm starting to see that a little bit with this guy here. You know, but the guys are too fast on the on the defensive side of the ball that you have to make sure that that ball is in the air. And one of the concerns I would see for this team here is, the the timing with the receivers, but this dude, this Cooper dude, I'm like, I'm like, Cooper dude. this Cooper dude, he, man, super Cooper. Like a big pizza pie, it's a Mari. Magnolia, man. Yeah. That's Mickey. I'm yeah. just telling you, dude. It's like that Cooper dude. It's, it's amazing what he he has done for that offense. And uh, you know, when the Des Bryant thing happened, I was like, man, you could you could never. You know, not have a number one receiver, and uh, they're getting the best of a many many worlds. Is that they have a, a great number one receiver without the arrogance? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, but you know, yeah, yeah you know, I'm you need you, what you need. I don't know any team I've ever played on that didn't have a number one receiver that wasn't Eric arrogant. You know, yeah. like uh, Andre Rising in college. You know what I'm saying? The yeah. dag on uh, you play with Andre? Yeah, yeah. You know Dre? Yeah, you Dre good people. Yeah, that's what yeah. I said. Yeah, and yeah. then um. And then you got uh, uh, Chris Carter when he I was up there in Minnesota, and you know they're all they got that air to him, you know what I'm saying? And uh, so I don't know, he he doesn't ha- seem to have that yeah. yet. Uh, <laughs> he, he doesn't in person either. Nah. He, he's really so? humble. He's quiet. I thought maybe he had, he, to me he has a little air of cockiness to him. He's just not, not as all. vocal as. Oh, he's got a, a loose. He's aloof. He's, he's, co- he's confident. Yeah. Oh, very yeah, confident. Yeah, like he's been there. Yeah, That's yeah, good. yeah. What do you What are you seeing out of him? What makes him special? Um, well, after the catch. Uh, I see that he doesn't go down easily. I mean, like to catch the ball, then put his hand down on the turf, and then continue to to make yardage is pretty good. And then you know he he's mastered the uh, separation at the end of the pass yeah. to be able to catch the ball. Yeah, <laughs> seemed to have been a problem around Push here. For... <laughs> no, I didn't say that. No, I, I tell you what, he, he mastered separation. Yeah, he's a master yeah. tech. I tell you what, damn near. I I watched the last game. Damn near every. Play 
play that. I, I didn't say that. There's a little, there's a little bit that. of, there's a, like you I'm said, just separation. Saying, he's yes. mastered separation. Yeah. You know, and think about it, he won't even extend his arms or nothing. Mm, just yeah, kind of like, subtle you know, bump. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, you, you slow down and then you speed up. Yeah. <laughs> you, you talked about Van Dresch a little bit. What do you think about Jalen Smith out there? He's, he's, oh, yeah, he's, yeah, he's doing great. Yeah. Like I said, the, the whole linebacking group is, is, you know, uh, I you know I was hoping that Sean Lee would have had a little bit more uh, presence in the, um, you know, being out there with his leadership skills, and I, it, it seems as if somebody is is you know speaking to uh, number fifty five, yeah. and uh, I'm, it looks like some veteran is out there, you know, coach, coaching him or giving it from a player's point of view instead of a a, um, a coach's point of view, like uh, the the guy for us was Jack Del Rio. Yes. Mm -hmm. Jack Del Rio taught us how to beat Barry Sanders. You know, it was Jack Del Rio. And uh, matter of fact, I think he he it alerted the entire league as it relates to how to beat Barry Sanders, and that yeah. was Jack Del Rio. And what I remember was, the What morning. was the secret? Yeah, yeah, so I remember the uh, morning we came in and uh, walked past the uh, locker room, and Jack said, uh, hey, come here. So we all went in there and looked at it and he said, I think I figured out how to beat Barry Sanders. And we were like, what do you mean? So he sat down there and Jack watching film, like yeah. coaches ain't watching film, Jack in there watching film. So he got a piece of paper and he's writing down all the times on the beta machine, you know, specific times on the beta machine. And he had marks next to him. He said, well, look at, look at this right here at this, this play. This is where they missed him. This one right here is when they tackle him. This is where they tackle him. He said what's consistent about when they tackle him is that they went after him and took away uh, away. You know, so he would he would bounce and do something random. And football, everybody knows that football can't handle random. Right. <laughs> if random happens, something's wrong. You yeah. know, so it so he would he would come come here and then he would move. And if you took away the option of the move this way, then that means that the only way he had to go was this way. And then if everybody attacked him. So uh, Coach Wanstead said that week we are not going to have uh, or be penalized as players for missed tackles. So if in the game what we did is we went after him this way and then this guy went this way and then this guy went that way. <laughs> it's so funny. The year before that, I was just talking with Casillas. Remember Casillas was on yeah. the on the highlight film? <laughs> yeah, he spent him around like a top. <laughs> He thought he was tackling because he thought this good. <laughs> he, wow. did, he, he did Norton too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They like, went and they stopped. It was turning around. Yeah, like going like, back. Like we had words. Man, he was still running. Yeah, you know what I'm <laughs> saying? So because, what, what he's saying is Barry was sudden. He would come here and stop. Yes. And he was hoping you would stop. Yeah. But what they wouldn't do, they wouldn't stop. Yeah. They just kept coming at it. That's right. And just so when they on. and that made them move and, and that made them move right back into their defense. Yeah. You yeah. always was attacking that outside, making them move back because these guys yeah. were coming. Yeah, so like even when – Don't uh, hesitate. When he hesitate, if if you hesitate, like – That's what like, he gets you. Like yeah. like my man Sproles did. Yeah. We'll find him. Yeah. yeah. You stop, I get yeah. you. Yeah, that's right. You can't, you can't, yeah. you can't you stop. Keep your coming at it. You got to keep going, even yeah. if you miss. Just keep going because, because you got, dude, you got six or seven guys that are hunting him down too, and they're yeah. all going to take it and do the same type of thing. Yeah. We just, you know, we just 
you know, attack coming. them and stuff. So yeah, yeah. And, uh, Man, he's he awesome though, ain't it? Barry. Oh my goodness, dude. You know, you talking about <laughs> you talking about some stressed out that day. You know, that week, that whole week. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like because you ain't got nobody. Yeah. We, we have nobody on our team. Yeah, that was Barry Sanders. Nobody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah nobody. I mean, I, I don't never played anybody in my life that was Barry Sanders ever. You know, Dion had a little bit of that. No, 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 get confused. No, no, ain't nobody. No, but Dion was a, a player in his own right. Yeah, yeah, this, he's, this, this he's, is, yeah, he's, mm. he's, he's, he's a, yeah, yeah, but no, we used to sit there because our defense was always a top five defense. Oh, yeah, and we used to sit there and look at them. Yeah, and they and they used to be walking yeah. on the field. They were still talking a little noise, but not yeah. as much. Yeah. So, so, so you telling me y'all used to stand on the oh, sideline watching like, us? Man, ooh, like y'all got the best seat in the house. When he got Casillas, I was like, oh no! I said, if Casillas ever say something to me, oh, I'm gonna bust him up. Dude, we used to do the same thing, yeah. man. Um, I'm uh, Goffrey, Goffrey Miles. So. Uh, <laughs> I come off the sideline. I go sit on the bench, and Goffrey say, "Man, Goffrey, tell me." He say, "Man, get up. You got to go watch these dudes." So we watching the <laughs> watching the uh, uh, the um, Philadelphia linebackers. Yeah. He said, "He said, dude, you about no, no. I'm gonna tell you the clinic." Was them New Orleans linebackers, them four cats? Oh, yeah. The, the Dome Patrol. <laughs> oh, my goodness, dude. Sam Mills, oh, Ricky Will, Jackson, Swill Pat Swidley. Oh, those my other God. dude, they had four beasts. Oh, dude, I'm talking about, you You talking about uh, as entertaining, you know, dude would be like, man, you need to watch these dudes. It's like, and they all talking noise. Oh, my goodness, they all dude. Did they really? Especially, especially, oh, my goodness. Especially Ricky Jackson. We used to call him Seahorse. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Seahorse. <laughs> it look like a seahorse. <laughs> we ain't call him in the game. We ain't like, hey, seahorse. Bless his heart. He just had open heart, open brain surgery. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, about a week or two ago. He's doing all right for oh, what I understand. Good. Yeah. That's but, good. I, I'm, I'm, brother, you weren't the only one, man. We would, wa <laughs> we would watch that film. And, and, and yeah, I tell you, we watched that film. And everybody just had a hit. Oh my goodness, especially the guards. I just, I'm telling you, I used to. We used to be on the sideline, feeling for the offense. We'd be like, dude, the Giants would come in there, Philadelphia. You'd be like, dude, they, they got them eleven sacks on us. Yeah, <laughs> I was. I was, dude was the beast, they, man. They call us to watch film all together. I was like, man, I don't want to watch this. What <laughs> 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 one of them games where the coaches tell us yeah. we're they gonna watch? This <laughs> oh man, we would, we would be praying. I was boy. We're not even gonna watch it. It was so yeah, terrible. We're yeah, not even gonna watch it. We're gonna go back. We're moving on. We're moving on. <laughs> oh man. But Jimmy, man, a lot of people don't understand how frank Jimmy was with us. Oh yeah. yeah when it, when it yeah. come when it comes to telling us and when he believed we could beat a team. Yeah. It, well, I don't care if it's about one. I don't care if it's about hundred. Yeah. We, we should beat this team. Yeah. And, I mean, he. He was so straightforward with us, oh, man. Yeah. Once we got good, yeah. he was so straightforward with us, man. Yeah. I love that. And then what I liked about him is that and how he would build such confidence in young yeah. players is that he would go in there and uh, our our team meeting is on a Monday. Yeah. Yeah, Monday. Yeah. And like he's like he's Notre Dame's dude. It's like how is he predicting the outcome of his <laughs> yeah. game yeah. on Sunday? <laughs> you know, and it's all because he knows he understands matchups. This dude understands Every level of matchup in in the team and and against your opponent. And matter of fact, you, you know, if you start looking at how he, um, you know, picked players to run his defense or run his offense, 
You know, he understood matchups. This guy is not that good. We're not going to pay him that much. Right. But I know if I got this guy sitting over here and this guy over here, yeah. then, then this, it, makes this, it makes sense for us to keep this guy in here. Right. And that's, you know, making efficient use of individuals. And uh, he was a master at that, you know, for real. So, man, I don't. We got to take a break, but I don't want to. Yeah, I, I got to get, I gotta I, get yeah. it. Man. I gotta, yeah. I gotta, which, I'm trying to think what time is it? Pick up some kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. About an hour and not worry about it. Where uh, you parked at? Oh, uh, uh, across the street over there. In the... Let me, yeah, I got to get him. I got to. You going to walk him out? Yeah. 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 All right, we'll take a quick break. Yeah. We'll be right back. <laughs> Hang right. with the boys. All right. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements, it projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit. Just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at Stetson.com today. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Playmaker, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The Playmaker includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm and a Cowboys can cooler. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word COWBOYS. The Jack Black Playmaker, 10 bucks, free shipping. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. While a player can look good on paper, it's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than just stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features. You've got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. Experience one for yourself. Visit myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. Back to hanging with the boys. Back. Man, we can't even follow that, that up. Awesome. Just read about some underwear. <laughs> Kurt. We didn't even tell him bye. We were just like, all right, we got to go back. We're hanging with the boys. We didn't tell him thank you, goodbye. Nothing. I told him I said, come back in a couple of weeks. Yeah, man. we need to have yeah. him back. We didn't even get any Nate stories out of him. Read that and nah. we'll talk. Read <laughs> like we ain't got long, man. Here in Cowboys country, we always ride with our boys. But when it comes to your underwear, we, you definitely don't want them riding up on your boys. That's why we always wear Tommy John, the revolutionary brand of underwear. Stay put waistbands that keep everything in place. No adjustment needed. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. For 20% off your first order. TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. Yeah, I'm, he And Dixon, I'm telling you, he talks more now. Mm-hmm. You know, then before, you know, because the Cowboys do a lot of, like, signings with him before games. So, uh-huh. you're going to have to learn how to talk. Open your mouth. You can't be quiet. So, I mean, that's the most we ever got out of him. <laughs> <laughs> if he'd have talked that much during <laughs> when we was playing football, man, hey, I don't know. He probably never left. He was a quiet dude, <laughs> huh? He was quiet, man. He was serious. He was a lone wolf. How did this just happen? 
But I he saw was, him in the lunchroom. Yeah, he was in the lunchroom uh, with one of the people. And I walked up to him and said, Dix, if you get time from whatever you're doing, come down to the show. He said, I can come down there. I said, your name allows you to come down there, mm-hmm. bro. You know, he looked at him and said, yeah, your name <laughs> allows you to come right on down here. He's you know? one of the boys. Yeah. When you're it hanging, is. you're hanging with the boys. Absolutely. Yeah, and Douglas going to come up with some dumbass question about, <laughs> about Deion Sanders playing on the turf and they score 50. And like, no, no. He, it was true. It was true. It was, it was true. the absolute truth. I'm messing with you, Doug. Mike and Troy, Mike and Emmett were those type of guys. They, they, were, they were fast in their own special way, but grass, they, was, they were excellent. Yeah. They were excellent because you came down a, a notch-wise in speed, just that split little second, and they gained seemed like a split second. But if you want to see a fast defense comparable to this one you see every Sunday out here, mm-hmm. man, our boys, when we hit that turf in, in, in Texas field, they ain't seen nothing like that, bro. They ain't seen nothing like that with Dixon and Miles and um, Ken Norton. Oh, man, and we had another brother uh, – Mm, we sent him to Chicago, uh, but because Dixon took his place. But uh, Vincent Smith, mm-hmm. yeah, they all had like four, five, forties. And see, I-, I wonder, did you catch what he said when he said, "Man, the freeness that Russell and Leon let let them run." Mm-hmm. If you want to see Sean Lee and all that group, that Wolf Hout and Wolf Pack slow down, let them defense line stop stop uh, doing their job up front. You be like, man, what? What happened to the wolf hunter? He ain't howling as much. Look at the defensive line. So the yeah. de- defensive linemen are eating up those blocks. Man, when they eat up run. those blocks, when you got to put, and I'll give you an example. You're on the backside, the tight end's over here. So Damian Wilson's on top of the tight end. In the middle is is our Mike Backer. We got a, a one technique and we got a three technique. All right, if we run in the weak side, we got a three technique back here. This guard. And this tackle got to scoop up to get to our wheel backer. You are the wheel backer. I'm the D, I'm the offensive uh, guard. I got to take this three technique along with this tackle, and I got to give enough to, to, to my tackle so he can catch up, and I still got to get to you. Well, what Malik Collins and, 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 and what's called do is they so strong, they knock me back. You running to clear air. The player's over there. You running. I can't get off. My tackle, he's stuck. He's stuck. Now the wolf hunter coming and screaming and howling. All of a sudden, he meet him in the backfield. <laughs> but if I can get a hand and knock, knock back Malik Collins and I scoop up to you, brother, I got a backside lane that you can drive a Mack truck through. That's the simple difference of a player in front of you covering your behind. I'm telling you, and, and – Ken Norton, and I, Ken Norton used to be like Sean Lee. It's coming right here. It's coming. Because he'll be reading you. He'll be reading the guard. He'll be reading the tackle. It's coming right here. It's coming right here. You know, like, you know, what, what's the play? What's the play? It's coming. They, they can't tell you the play, but they got a sense. It is. Next thing you know, hey, we come right there. And they, they already running. It's hard to deal with a defense like that. When you got guys across your board that's running 4-5, four, 4-6, four, but they running free. It's like they're running 4-4. Four, four. They running free. You running back just he ain't he taking steps and he trying to read and, and everybody ain't explosive at Zeke because Zeke can take a, a smaller crack than most people and explode through it. But most backs after about four or five hits like that where they ain't gained nothing, it's zero gain. 
They ain't got the heart, bro. They ain't got the heart. Even if they think they got the heart, they ain't got the heart. <laughs> mm. And see, Dixon came in at 212. He didn't start his first year. But his second year, he was he beefed up a little bit, probably got 216, 220. And I'm telling you, running 4640 coming downhill, that's ugly, man. It's like a spear. <laughs> Like a spear hitting you right in your chest. He was kind of unsung guy, wasn't he? He was pretty. Yeah, pretty he was good, man. But like he said, Jimmy was good in management, and uh, and you know, and everybody couldn't get paid. Yeah, yeah, and, they didn't want to pay linebackers. Back nah, then. they wanted to draft them, and after your first contract, let you go. Ken Norton, man, I'm 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 telling you, Ken Norton. When Coach Landry them drafted them, everybody wanted to call that boy a bust out of UCLA. It was G- Troy, Ken Norton. We found James Washington. He come from UCLA, and they wanted to call Ken Norton a bust. And Jimmy said, okay, you my mic back. All we asking you to do is run. And you talking about Ken Norton took that thing to a new level. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, uh, let me see. We had the strength, the power. They call right or left. You ought to just hear him scream, left, left, right, left, left. Hey, you don't know if he's saying right or left, but they would get it. I'm like, is he, why is he calling strength? You know what I'm saying? Left, left, right. They go fish kill him. Fish we had to rename it. <laughs> we revisited it at nah. lunch, and we can't let the name go. Yeah, we can't let the name go because he came up and showed us a Kodiak bear with a big old salmon in his mouth. So we had to bring it back because he's like, yeah, I do, man. Don't let my wife deter you from telling me this <laughs> <laughs> Well, Kurt, thanks for showing up, yeah. man. Hell of a show today. <laughs> Which way y'all call it? <laughs> please, please. It's like the big pizza pie. It's a Maori. Lord Jesus. Douglas, please, please take one of those clips that Nate just did and make oh, yeah. that a drop. Okay. <laughs> Nate, thanks don't for do, bringing don't do it. Don't like that, Doug. Douglas. Thanks for doing what you do, Kent. Thanks for doing what you do, Presley. Thanks for doing what you do. We will be back tomorrow is our Friday. No show Friday, a joint show. At, what are y'all doing, 9 o'clock on Friday? That's what you said. 9 o'clock on Friday. That's what she said. Kurt and I will not be here, but we will be here tomorrow. We'll have Mama Gross. We got a I lot think of things. y'all got Ben and Skin them next. Yeah, we got a lot of things going on tomorrow. We got to cover offense, defense, defense, offense, oh, yeah. pick some games, unless, all kind of Unless goodies. a player show up. Unless a player shows up and then all, all bets all are off. Y'all have fun. We'll see you tomorrow. Same time, same place. Don't hang out with the boys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?